What's the most that you've ever seen in one shot? Um, there's this one guy that I've seen when I used to live in Colorado. Um, he would cover my entire face with one load, like white, damn, ooh, like, like just like oh, he's like Spider Man just was, shooting ropes. It was so good. Yeah, oh, I just from just about it. Jim, are you used to seeing that? Like, what, I mean, are you getting a lot of goose juice Not or what? Not that much. I mean, who is? I kind of want to see it now. There's this one guy specifically who was on top of me, and he's really giving it to me, which was great. But he started sweating a lot and dripping sweat onto my face and into my mouth. And ever oh. since that, if like it gets too sweaty, I'll be like, turn on the AC. Like, we can keep going, <laughs> but I don't want your sweat. Like, it's dripping oh, on me. I just no. can't. I can't do it. Like, you know. I can do five guys at once. Like, I can do yeah. that. That's a happy spot for me. Oh, <laughs> five. So it's fun watching your face, man, while you figure out the yeah. math. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> five. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I call it. Uh, it's called um, airtight skiing. Yeah, airtight air skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the greatest. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, but it makes sense because you're like skiing. Oh yeah, yeah totally. And yeah. you are airtight. Yeah, you sure are. Hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Jalen Dove, Justin Richardson, and the amazing Jamie Iglesias. On the show today, we'll have the one and only Ray Ray. Man, I'll tell you, this episode is so much fun. This is the quintessential, if it goes by fast, you know it was good, because this one flew by. She was so, like, great storytelling, so much information, like, really really cool really great stories i really enjoyed it uh justin what'd you think something tells me uh it goes fast for a lot of people with ray ray (laughs) (laughs) get out don't you forget about about yeah don't say too much because it'll be copyrighted but either way (laughs) get it no she was so much fun so open and expressive and like i really love to see like her passion and her you know love for what she does she is like a creative soul that loves her work and loves being creative and everything i just so much fun having her on she was such a great time jane what did you think i thought she was awesome and like she's so good she does like it all she directs she finds movie sets she does it all on her own yeah no you're yeah you're 100 right she when she's talking about producing and writing and come and like you know just the different things she had to do to even get into the shoots that she's had and like find the location and then like confirm that they're okay with what you're going to do with the location i mean it's hard enough being like in that industry and having to take care of yourself and make all the content and everything but then to like produce on top of that it's it's a lot that's a lot of work but she was super open and fun, and I think everyone's really going to enjoy this. So this is the Working Perspectives podcast interview with the one and only Ray Ray. Enjoy. It's all objective, to be effective, by voice in society's working perspectives for you today, and how you pay more change
Hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming to you today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and the amazing Jamie Iglesias. And our guest today is the one and only Ray Ray. Ray Ray is the gorgeous, all-natural sweetheart known as the queen of the and in some circles, the you've been waiting for. She's the rock star, porn star, all-star who creates her own content and works with amateur and independent studios like Blaze, Tadpool, XXX, The Flourish, and Facial Abuse. Plus, she's showing that everyday women can do porn. You don't have to be perfect. You need to forge your own path. Before adult, uh, for, before entering the adult entertainment industry, she was a medic and surgeon in the military, sergeant in the military, which helped her hone her exquisite physique. Uh, when Ray Ray isn't filming, you'll find her working out, looking for recreational, <laughs> hanging out with her pets, and drawing or painting. Ray Ray has been featured twice in Night Moves magazine. She's received nominations for Rising Clip Stars from the XBIS Cam Awards, Clip Artist of the Year from the All Star Awards, and Best Pro Female and Performer from the Urban X Awards, and Fetish Performer. From the Cami Fresh Performer of the Year from the Cami Awards. Super excited to have her on here, the one and only Ray Ray. Ray Ray, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? You know, any better, they'd have to lock us up. <laughs> Super excited to have you here. Honestly, really, really love the like pro wrestling promo style names that you have. <laughs> yep. You know Rockstar, what I mean? Point yeah. star, all star. I like that. Say that three times. Rockstar, yeah. porn star, all star. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super that. catchy. I like from the beginning of my career, I was like, what do I want to embody? And nobody has been embodying that in the porn industry. And I'm like, that's what we are. We are like porn stars, rock stars, and all stars. Like 100%. Amen. Amen. I love too. The I've been waiting for. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. You yeah. sound like, you know, Bundini Brown when you're saying that. Very, very cool. So nice. How are you? How are things? Things are great. Um, can't complain. So Very cool. All right. So we have some get to know you questions so that uh, your fans and our fans can get to know you a little better. First question is, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Definitely The Godfather Part 1. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. And have you Very seen nice, the right. third one? I have not seen the third one. Neither have I. Don't feel what yeah. about I don't yeah, I think it's like sequels and like as you get into third ones, unless it's Shrek. Okay. <laughs> then sure. Shrek um, the third, all star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um it's normally not as good. So yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Sequels sometimes be disappointing, but you're wrong in this case because Godfather Part Two is better. But either way, do you have a uh you're ex military, do you have a military movie or T V series that you mm -hmm. like the best? I love G.I. Jane just because it showed the badass woman being able to, you know, be great, special forces. Dude, great flick. Yeah. Don't, great flick. <laughs> Don't joke about it. Um, dude, the, be yeah. dude, the best scene is when she kicks Vigo Mortensen right in the Gahuli and says, suck my I know. Like it's that. so freaking good. Um, I actually considered going up for selection. So it was like hit very close to home as well. So. Very cool. That's awesome. We actually uh, used to one of our reoccurring hosts on the show is a guy named Sean Day, who's a former Navy SEAL for I think he's SEAL Team Four, if I'm correct. But his brother is this uh, Navy SEAL named Mike Day, who he just passed, but he was SEAL Team Six, which is really cool. Yeah. And but yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you, uh, 
So what branch of the military were you in? I was in the Army. Army. Okay, awesome. My dad's a former Army Ranger. That's great. Yeah. Very cool. That's hard, too. That selection just a little bit different than, like, the SEALs. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to shit all over SEALs all the time. It's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think we (laughs) shit on each other, like, usually. Like, I have a friend who's in the Marines, and, you know, we shit on each other all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, even, like, even, like, my godfather is a Ranger also, but my dad was a winter ranger and my godfather was a summer ranger. So he used to shit on him for, you know what I mean? It's always something, yeah. even with like the guys in the thing. Yeah. So very <laughs> Definitely. Cool. So, okay, let's keep it moving then. Next question, pancakes or waffles? Waffles, but they have to be crisp. Like I don't yeah. want some flimsy waffle. They have to be like cooked the right way or I'm t- it's just sad. I'm like, why are you? Yeah give me this like no heck yeah no no one likes a flaccid waffle yeah you know what i mean like crispy on the outside and soft on the inside yes amen baby amen except for our pancakes um where i was stationed was at fort carson in colorado springs and there is um a restaurant there which is actually military themed and they make these claymore pancakes which are like full of like sausage and bacon pieces and like all of this like delicious stuff. Um, And they're huge. They're probably like, I could eat half of one and be like, Oh my gosh, those are really good pancakes. Oh, I love that. I love when they do like they throw like because it's a salty sweet that you get in there. Mm -hmm. Like, do you ever do the gimmick where they'll put like bacon in between French toast? You know what I mean? Like one of those, like so good. Um, good. That's why that's why chicken and waffles is so good. You know what I mean? You got the salty and the sweet. Nice, awesome, really cool. Okay, next question. When it comes to Cheetos, are you crunchy or are you puffed? Crunchy, hundred percent. Yep. And you have to get like the powder all over your fingers. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is yeah, come on. Yeah, what do we, you know, and, and eat the whole America. bag. Um, normally, I try not to buy that sort of thing just because you know you have to look sexy on film. Um, but right. if I do, I usually eat the whole bag. Yeah. So. One thing me and Justin know about is looking sexy on TV. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or on camera. Yeah, obviously. You eat so many until you're uncomfortable. Yeah, you really have to check your self-control. You're like, God, it's just a Cheeto. <laughs> it's like this chemical crunch, yeah. but the it's same with uh, the white cheddar popcorn. Like I, I find myself oh. just, like, deva- I'm like handfuls. Yeah. yeah. I could do that too with salt and vinegar chips. I love salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. Keep moving then. Uh, okay, Bill Murray or Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase. I just love him. He's just so what funny. Is, I've heard, is... I have heard that he's not very great, like off, like film. they both have their mm-hmm. flaws. Um, yeah, apparently he's an asshole. But apparently they're both vacation, assholes. I just, I just, it's it's a classic. I think we're at like is... three now. Yeah. Excellent. So. Yeah, there's a few. Honestly. Up. Yeah. You're, I think you're the second uh uh second adult actress that we've had that's a that's a Chevy Chase. You know what yeah. I mean? So shout out to you, Ray Ray. Oh, Good for you. you. Good for standing up for what you believe in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Nice. Uh okay. Next question. When it comes to a theme park, are you amusement park or are you water park? I'm a water park. Like I I like both and I would do both, but amusement parks, I feel like I'm old. Like I'll mm. go on a roller coaster and my head hurts afterwards. Mm. And my mm. brain feels like it's been like moved around <laughs> in a way that it's not natural. 
Like, yeah. um, I actually, there's another theme park near where I live, Kings Island. And I actually met Blaze, the guy who runs Blaze Studios there. And he's he's older, like he's in his um, 50s. And he's like, we're going to go on all the roller coasters. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and we went on this one like flight of fear. It's like inside with strobe lights and we we're like moving around. And afterwards I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> um, but water parks, I would do water parks all freaking day. Like I love all the rides and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I did a water park last summer, uh, and it you know it was fun, but I'm still I don't know. It, I was still soaking wet afterwards and all this stuff, River. but it was cool. Have you done the one where you stand on the uh, platform and it drops and you just <laughs> yeah. go down the slide? When the you point stand of no up? return. Yeah, oh, you have the so wedgie fun. when you get up. You have the huge <laughs> yeah. wedgie. I'm like, oh, I guess people like my butt, so it's fine. But you know. when you stand there for those three <laughs> seconds, waiting for him to hit the button, you're like, all right, come on. Yeah, come on. I don't <laughs> I don't like the ones that are in closed tubes. Like I have some claustrophobia. So same, like um, I don't like when it's all dark. So I just like scream mm-hmm. the whole way down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I did honestly same thing when I was at the water park this summer. There was like one that was you would go through like a tunnel, and I'm like, dude, why am I petrified of this? It was only six seconds for <laughs> yeah. this tunnel, but I am terrified right yeah. now. There's this yeah. one um water park near where I live, Kalahari, and they have a ride um that's like a toilet bowl. So you like swirl around <laughs> and then you drop into like this deep water. So it's like you've been flushed. Um, <laughs> it's actually pretty fun, like in general. So funny. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving then. Uh are you a gamer? I am a gamer. Okay. Are you PlayStation or are you Xbox? Xbox. Damn right you're on Xbox. Heck yeah. Back yes. on the team. Yes. Do you have a favorite game? Um, I really like RPGs, especially couch co-op, but I like to play with someone. Um, cool. And I'm working through Divinity Original Sin, the second one, right now. Cool. So, Very nice. Yeah. Honestly, I've like, they're, they're, I'll tell you. I mean, I may I I still have the Xbox One. I do have to upgrade my system, which I'm planning on doing somewhat soon. But honestly, I've like there's so many times that I've you know got the new Assassin's Creed or the Star Wars game or whatever, right? The new hot Halo, whatever the new hot stuff hitting the streets, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And there's so many times I've gotten it, and I've just I go back to Red Dead Redemption too. Mm-hmm. I am like so sucked into that game that i don't know what my life would be without it really (laughs) yeah you know um in my house i actually have an entire gaming room i i like to decorate so i like to interior decorate and i have an entire room that is game themed there is a rug with every game character there are neon signs of different characters there's an entire shelf that each shelf has different stuff for like zelda mario like all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I I love gaming. Are you gonna do that's yeah. great? Have you yeah. played Starfield? I have not. All right, that's Xbox only. That's a new one that looks pretty exciting. Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Was that the the one? It's like the space. It's one? like Red Dead Redemption in space is kind of how it's been pitched. It's very uh, role playing. Like you need to gather supplies to go to certain planets. Mm. And there's yeah, I like that. To explore. That reminds me of like No Man's Sky. 
it's, Dude, it's, it's like that. I was playing No Man's Sky. How great was that? Yeah, it's very immersive. There's so much going on. Yeah. They're so. saying the new Star Wars is going to be built like No Man's Sky. Yeah. Like you're going to be on the Millennium Falcon or the X-Wing, and that's how like yeah. you're going to zip around. Jamie's super interested. Yeah. I can't wait for Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3 to come out on Xbox because I oh. played Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 on PlayStation mm-hmm. back in the day, and I hope that they will put it on Xbox um, because I really liked like the RPGs and the way that they were on PlayStation back in the day, those ones. so. Oh, fun. Yeah, I think, I mean, hopefully they will. My buddy's right? playing yeah. Baldur's Gate. He said he loves it, and he plays yeah. Dungeon & Dragons, and he's like, it's cool. Yeah, like it's a, oh, nice. It's a like yeah. a it's kind of a it's a Dungeons and Dragons book converted into a video game as far mm-hmm. as I know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Not too much reading though, right? I hate the game. Yeah, I don't like read. too much reading. Mm-hmm. Oh. I always thought Dungeons and Dragons was a uh, card game. It's uh it, it's like a it, tabletop game. Yeah. Kind of. You it's have more dice. dice. Yeah, yeah. It's like Warhammer or any of those other tabletop games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, we found this out from a uh, former guest of the show, friend of the show, fan of the show, Liv Revamped. Uh, she told us that guys, nerds playing D&D, watch out because some of them sneakily got a whammer on them. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've yeah. met you. Yeah, they That's do. <laughs> Surprisingly, like I was doing one event once and this guy, like a lot of guys don't like to show their face. So like he showed up in a Batman mask. and he like had a huge stick and he came more than anyone who was there but he was definitely very nerdy very shy very like yeah (laughs) and just had a big old whammer on him and a huge cum shot like oh my god (laughs) yeah he like painted you (laughs) oh yes it was it was great (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) jamie don't get too excited (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's keep it moving. This will probably be the most important question you'll ever be asked. Okay. When it comes when it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flats? I am drums. I mean, I I like both though. Like, you can't really have one or the other. Like, if you have like the option, like. Why would anyone yeah. take the option? Why wouldn't you have both? Right, right. But, I mean, I'm not going to kick a flat out of bed for eating crackers. Yeah. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know. I mean, drum, if I more meat on the drums, though. It's so true. Like Easier to dip. It's yes, a one hand. Yeah. And especially if you don't like being messy. But, like, I like wings. I like ribs. Like, I mm. grew up eating a whole bunch of ribs. And I get oh, the sauce yeah. all over my face. Oh, so yeah. I don't really care who looks at me weird i don't I've, think I've, if i went on a first date i'd be like let's go eat wings yeah just sitting in front yeah. of a pile of bones oh man yeah. i made i made that mistake a couple of times there was this like really well there's this really great there's this really great mexican spot that i used to live near it's called the adobe cafe in manioc uh, right to it. yeah great great I spot and it. like they had legit the best wings. They're called Texas Ranchero wings, and they were phenomenal. And like, I mean, I took my wife there on our first date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I made her watch another... twelve wings. <laughs> like mean... legit, I polished these off. I was like, yeah. you're not gonna have any. Like... <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know. And like, I guess, like, if they see the sauce all over your face and they still like you, then I guess that's a good sign. So, yep. I mean, yeah, it worked for know. you, Matt. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, with this canvas, it's not hard to it's paint. It's definitely putting the gauntlet guys, so. down. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Watch me yeah. work. Look at yeah. That. <laughs> I, yeah. I do. I do distinctly remember her not eating anything. <laughs> and now it's like, great. Yeah, she got a crab I mean, quesadilla and took it home. <laughs> as like women, we have to look all like prim and proper. It's yeah. the same thing with like even sexual partners. Like I remember dating and I would, I've always been very sexually open and i would like to say less partners than i actually had because i didn't think guys would be okay with that yeah. let alone like yeah. getting sauce all over your face like, that's it's an insecurity thing yeah. with that yeah for sure every like also it's like uh you know come some kind of old world old world rhetoric of like oh your wife needs to be a virgin before you <laughs> marry her and blah, 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 yeah. you know what i mean which that that shit's yeah, out there. I mean, then she has no experience and it would probably be terrible. So Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, but who can get, you know, how much experience you need for like three pumps? You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, come on, let's be on. Yeah. You know, my old my old man always said three pumps is two pumps too many. You know what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right, well, guys? That, that's yeah. just sad for the woman though. She'd be like, What? Yeah, it's you know, we have marital problems. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, I guess I'll grab my dildo. Go away. <laughs> That's why you have so many kids. Yeah, we're happily married, guys. That's good. So, uh, so I'm, so she says. But uh, well, that's good. Then that. she, like, then you are, because that matters. So thanks. Yeah, like <laughs> it. look at us. Um, okay, let's keep it moving then. Uh, so that was our get to know you questions. You answered them fairly well. Uh, but I want to talk about you. You have some really, really cool stuff. So. Listen to this. So you recently released the porn version of The Breakfast Club, which I fucking love it. And it was with an all-female cast. Is that correct, Ray Ray? It was, yes. Fantastic. So can you tell us about that? And then you also are actively working on two new series that you want to release. So after you tell us about The Breakfast Club, we'd want to hear about the two new series. So go ahead. Awesome. So... Um, I always attend Chicago Exotica, and while I was there a few years ago, there is a place there where you can rent sets. I actually did a scene in a subway rail car called Railed, which was really fun. Um, and, <laughs> I love and it. The same company had this retro old classroom set, and I was like, I want to use this because it's really hard to find sets that are open to adult film because whenever mm. I do a scene – I always clear that I'm going to be filming a door adult in it just in yeah. case they come back. I don't want to like them to shut us down or whatever, yeah. you know? So yeah. this retro classroom set was perfect. And I was like, I know I want to use this. And then I had watched the breakfast club, you know, a few times throughout the year, just cause it's iconic. It's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a good film. And I was like, you Great know movie. what? No one's ever redone it that I know foreign style. And I'm like, this needs done. Yeah. So um, I started thinking about how do I want to recreate this? How can I do this scene, like this movie justice in a way that will be fun, comical, but also have the underlying theme of the movie overall. Yeah. So I, I, read, I had to rewrite the script because they're in high school. They are not, right. they're not doing anything sexual. They're not doing anything dirty. And so I rewatched the movie mm-hmm. and um, I have to give him credit where credit is due. I actually don't write the scripts. 
my husband, who is my helper in all things that I do, actually writes all my scripts. And yeah, so man. the genius of the script, when you actually watch this film, is all of him. He watched the movie mm. and he's like, okay, let me recreate this. And so yeah. what we do is we have all the characters and it's like we're in detention, like, you know, the movie. But instead of kind of doing the long thing that they had, what we did was like a roundtable thing where we're, we're doing like, two truths and one lie kind of game, but it's all sexy stuff. So at one point I say, I, I totally fucked my therapist. And then like someone else will come back and say something else. And it's very funny, very witty, like super comical. And at the end of all of that, I say, I never wanted to fuck one of you guys right now. And then one of the girls is like, isn't one of those supposed to be a lie? And then it transitions to us going back to detention where we're waiting for him, like Vernon, the principal, to come back. Yeah. And so yeah. while we're waiting for the principal to come back, um, we decide to fuck each other in the room. Um, so um, Sounds like a blast. So it's, I mean, if detention was really like that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it'd be great. Yeah. So it was it was really fun to be able to, you know, find the way to make the scene comical, fun, but dirty in the way it needed to be. And so the mm-hmm. hardest part with this scene was, for one, it's six performers. So mm-hmm. trying to organize a scene with six performers, for one, that's not paid. So this is a collaboration. So yeah. you don't have the incentive of you're being paid to show up, like all of these incentives that would be needed for like a huge, you know, production. Would but it's like this is this is a great idea that you're thinking too it's more like you're doing this for the notoriety and like it's going to be a fun project also right like that's yeah. part of the appeal as well right yes it, it definitely is um okay and sorry so, I interrupted. no Keep it's going. okay so i was like i want six performers and at first i didn't know if i wanted a mixture of men or women but I was like, we should gender bend some of the roles. Like, I think that would be a really cool thing to actually bring this scene like 100% full circle. So yeah. I didn't know what character I wanted to be. I knew which characters I embodied, but I let other people pick who they wanted to be. And so I have a lot of amazing friends in the industry. And so I started talking to Taylor Gunner, who is like the dirtiest Marine, which is my Marine friend who I was talking about earlier. Yeah. And I was like, what character do you want to B, because she always attends Chicago Exotica. And she's like, I want to be Bender. I think I would be a perfect Bender. I'd be amazing Everybody burnout. Wants to be Bender. Um, yeah. But she did such a good job. Like, like when I finished talking about everyone in the cast, like it was just cast so perfectly. So I had yeah. Bender. And then I reached out to one of my other good friends, Honey Bunny. And I was like, Do you who do you want to be? She's like, I'll be the prep. And I was like, that's perfect. Like if you ever meet Honey, you'll you'll know that she was built to be the prep. Um yeah. And then um, I also worked with one of my other good friends, Rebel Rider, who, um, if you don't know who Rebel Rider is, you should go look her up now because she's amazing. And uh, what she does with her asshole is just unbelievable. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, she's like the anal queen for a reason. Right. Um, they call me the gape god. <laughs> just so you know. But um, I asked her who she wanted to be, and she's like, I'll be the nerd. So when you actually watch the scene, the funniest thing about her being the nerd is she says like the most off the wall things like she'll be like, I've never even seen a pussy before. Like, and she's the dirtiest of all of us. So it was so funny her (laughs) being like the one who had no experience. Um, I love it. And then the last two characters, 
were Cameron Brooks and Natalie Brooks. And I had never worked with them before, but I had heard really good things about them. And Cameron Brooks is, um, she does a lot of strap on stuff. She's a lot more masculine of a performer. And so I was like, she has to be the jock. Like she was just perfect as the jock. And then yeah. her wife, uh, Natalie Brooks was the principal, like the authoritative figure that we needed in the scene. And so it kind of brings all of them together. And we were all cosplayed all in character, just the way it needed to be. And then I have an amazing editor who just edited the scene just just the way it needed to be. Like, um, it is one of the scenes that I am so proud of. And before the scene, we had actually gotten a cinema lens. So we invested in an actual lens that makes um, your film look cinematic in the way that it does in film. And so it actually brought that old movie look to the film the way it needed to be, like how it was filmed back in the day. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen The Breakfast Club, um, there are promos for it on my Twitter. It's amazing. I'm extremely proud of it. And I'm glad that all of those performers could help me recreate it. So No, that's absolutely fantastic. I love that. That's great. And it's a great idea. And it, like, honestly, plus to like, I think it's hilarious. It is hysterical. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I love that I, you're creative in this yeah. space. I mean, at one point, Bender says, I've never finger blasted myself behind a Taco Bell dumpster before. Like there's just all this funny <laughs> stuff that we say back and forth. Like it's funny. It's comical. It's dirty. It's just the way that the scene, you know, if it was adult needed to be. So. Yes. And it's available at your, your website, Ray Ray video.com. Shoot. I'm getting Ray Ray, Ray, Ray triple yes. a Ray, Ray Ray XXX.com. It'll be available there. Do you have a link tree? Because they don't let us put XXX sites in the description of episodes. I do. Perfect. So we'll have a link tree. And in the link tree, we'll have your Ray Ray XXX.com, which will have this video available. Highly suggest everyone check it out. Even if, you know, maybe you don't want to flick your bean to it or whatever. You might just want to have a good laugh. Check it out. Because it's really, really fun and really, really cool. I will put at the end that I put bloopers at the end of all my scenes. Because I think that is funny (laughs) and comical. And so at the end of this scene, there are some really good bloopers as well. So, Oh, that's phenomenal. Love it. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. That's such... Honestly, too, like... Part I think one of the best things about like going into like I you know I want to say like content creation you know mm-hmm. what I mean as douchey as that sounds but is like the the flexing of your creative muscles you know what I mean so the fact that you're not only have a passion for what you're doing in your performance but you're yeah. able to get creative in a very fun way that has to be so gratifying for when you're putting in yes. this type of work it is extremely gratifying but it's extremely hard especially being yeah. an indie production so. So like I do everything I do finding the sets, getting the wardrobe, getting the performers, figuring out what makeup are we doing? I even picked the sex positions. Like I know everything that we're going to be doing for the scene, but it's me or like my husband or maybe a few of the other performers doing it all. It's not like a big company, which are great, but they have tons of people on staff doing that. I am trying to create porn that is on level with them, but it's just me, which is extremely hard to do, but very rewarding when I can produce a scene like The Breakfast Club. So that's a lot of work. It's a lot. Yes. (laughs) I don't sleep. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. When no, when you're coming at it from a production point of view, right? Like one of the things I've had to learn the hard way with this, (laughs) do it like this venture for me at least, was, you know, you kind of get like a hubris at times where it's like you kind of 
want what you want mm-hmm. right yeah. and like you have a vision you want to stick to the vision and you're you kind of in a way have to stick to the general idea of the vision yeah. but the one thing i learned that someone told me that was like a great quote that i really think of a lot is don't be mad where good ideas come from yeah right I love it. like you might you might not like the person you might not like how they delivered the idea yeah. or told you about it but good ideas come from wherever and you need to take like you need to take hold of them when they do you know what i mean 100 i mean i think the hardest part with creating your own content is there's a lot of roadblocks especially with porn and adult stuff like there's a lot of discrimination across the board just trying to even find sets like i can go to la and let's say i have like five performers hired for scenes and i know what i want to do but i have to find the sets i can reach out to like 30 different sets and maybe four will say yes to adult no. and i'm wow. like in la of all places like there right. are actually laws Born, yeah. and regulations there that actually make it harder for people to film in la county like they pass wow. certain laws and stuff so there are all these things like roadblocks discrimination that make it a hundred times harder to be an indie producer to be creating what you want to create and i'm also not a performer that does what sells i do what create creatively excites me so like if nice. i want to invest in something like i'm going to be redoing inside out at new jersey exotica so, oh i love um, that i'm going to be decorating an entire room and i have all the performers cosplayed and whatever and we wrote we wrote the script and everything and so um i want to do things that excite me things that are hard things that are challenging but there's sometimes that it's like i'm banging my head against the wall because i yeah. am hitting all this discrimination in so many places and i'm like can one person just like let me use this boxing ring please like i want to film in a boxing ring can at least mm-hmm. like 12 of the 12 places that i reached out to in la can one say yes please like, that is tough. I mean, honestly, like I teach boxing at a, at, a, at an academy mm-hmm. and, you know, like the owner is like, I remember I was filmed, we were filming, I was filming an interview there with a different guest. Yeah. And it, the guest, he's, he was like, uh, you know, he was a former New Jersey kingpin turned into a real estate mogul. So it was like a really good story and he was a really good guest. Yeah. But the owner contacted me. He's like, hey, Matt, uh, you know, I have kids that families and kids that are here just making sure like that's not you know i know you've had adult actresses on the show and it's not and i was like it's not but like you know in a way it's like i get it it's his business and he does have kids and family Mm -hmm. on the other hand it's also like man it does suck that there is that stigma like there's that you know that stamp of disapproval almost it's crazy because like he probably watches porn yeah so i mean he's a married man i don't want to say that (laughs) but you know I mean, yeah, hopefully, you know, they watch porn together. Um, But yeah, there is all that discrimination. It's extremely hard. And like, you can't let people decide what they want to do with their space, ultimately. Um, But I'm a performer who's going to leave your space better than I found it. There's a lot of misnomers out there thinking that if you have sex in a space or you're doing this, that you're going to wreck it, you're going to hurt it, you're going to do all these things. And I'm like, I'm going to clean your space afterwards. Like, it's going (laughs) to be nice. If you Airbnb'd it, who knows what those people do to it versus what you guys are going to be more than respectful, more than... Yeah. Yeah. So that also adds to your reputation as well. Like if you go to places and you leave them like, you know, a cum dumpster, people are going to like, yeah, this freaking jerk here. Like you're not going to, no one's going to let you use their space. You'll get their reputation. But if you go in and it's like she was never there, 
then it's like, all right, you know, yeah. no harm, no foul. But yeah, totally. No, really, really cool. So super excited. Like we said, uh, we'll have the link tree in the description of this episode. In the link tree, there'll be a, a link for Ray Ray, uh, Ray Ray XXX.com. Check it out there. You can see the Breakfast Club. And I believe there's a Breakfast Club trailer there as well, right? Mm, there is. So you can check that out also. Uh, then now I want to discuss this. You've also said that you're in the process now of you're working on two new series, 10 episode series, you said? Yes. Okay. So, I know you don't want to give away too much, yes. but can you kind of give us a gist of what you're going for I with can. these? So it kind of plays into the boxing ring thing anyway, because um, cool. I was going to do a scene in a boxing ring for one of them. But um, nice. so I was thinking about like, what do I want to have a lasting effect as my career and there isn't a lot of porn that is female forward for f- mm-hmm. women. And okay. so these series are more from the female perspective. They're about female empowerment. They're about women's sexuality. And so the first one is about women who steal women from men. So basically uh... it's all narrative. All these scenes are scripted. They have narrative hooks to them. They have unique sets. And I hire like really well-known performers for each scene. So basically the premise of this series is the woman's married or she has a boyfriend or whatever. And there is some interaction between her and her boyfriend, but then I show up. Um, so like I did a scene with Katie Morgan. She's the first oh, one, the first wow. one in the series of this. Shout um, out. So she's going to be the first one that's released for the 10 episodes of yeah. this um, women who are stealing women from men. But basically, she's a judge, and her and her husband are having problems because their house is a mess. So there are dirty dishes, there's trash, like they're fighting about it. And so he's like, I hired a maid, it'll be fine. So I'm the maid, and I show up in my cute little maid outfit. (laughs) And um, she catches me smelling her underwear in like, (laughs) like, while I'm trying to fold the laundry. And she's like, what are you doing? And then we like, fuck. So it's supposed to be more about women, what they want, their sexual fantasies, empowering them. And so that Mm. entire series is about women who steal women from men. And so I've done three episodes um, already in that um series wow that's phenomenal yeah. and you said katie morgan was in one of them She's, you got a yes, legend right off I the did. bat she i was very best. lucky um right. what's that yeah. what's that justin she used to have a show on hbo right katie morgan a little blonde yeah yeah Dude, yeah. she was in uh, 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 Zach and Miri Make a Porno. porno. Yep. That was a great yeah, movie. Yeah, she's a awesome. She's been around for 20 years. She's a legend. Yeah. I was really glad that she said yes to filming with me. It Still was... a looker, too, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> so... Um, and then the other series is about a female player. So she like is a woman who is sexually prowess. She embraces her sexuality fully. And so she just picks up men however she wants, kind of like how I met your mother, um, how he's always picking up women. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, Barney. Barney is always picking up women. So he's like challenge accepted. Like, so basically <laughs> it's, it's kind of like embodies my personality, like who I am as a myself um because i have picked up people from bars and all kind of situations but sure basically um it's about a woman being like i like sex i like this person but i'm gonna fuck them however i want or pick them up and then maybe never call them again or maybe i escape out of the fire escape or um in this series i use like different names so i never Mm. use the same name and then i never use my performer name so i'm always like hi i'm chloe and i like you know wink at the camera um and so it's about the female's perspective of only 
owning her sexuality, being sexy, being a slut, and just embracing that. So that is phenomenal. I love that. You know what it is, though? It is when you're talking about being a player, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a guy and you're like you're saying, like Barney, if you're getting all these chicks and macking down, you're a player, you're a stud, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, like a kill, like all these things. And if you're a girl, right like you know like if you're like you're known as like if you're a guy doing this you're known as a player you're known as a stud you're known as like a macho man and all this stuff but if you're a girl that just goes out there and sleeps and sleeps with tons of guys and picking up guys honestly you're just known as justin's mom yeah and it's not not okay and i think that definitely needs to change like that is one of the main reasons i do what i do is to show other women that you can be as slutty as you want and here's yeah. how to do it safely. Like there are safe ways of doing it and unsafe ways, like yeah. do it safely, yeah. but have a sex with as many people as you want. It's okay. Embrace it. Like be who yeah. you want to be. And like, don't let people tell you, you can't be that. So. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I remember my, my little brother's gay. We've talked about it on the show before yeah. queer in a $3 bill. And I remember I had talked to him. I was like, you know, cause I'd been bartending for a while and things like that. And I'd ask him, like, dude, why don't you ever get a job at a gay bar? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would clean up. You'd make tons of money. And he said this to me. He was like, Matt, have you ever been at a bar, right? And you see a girl there, and you just think, like, God, I just want to, like, bang yeah. her silly. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's like, at a gay bar? Yeah. That just, it, I, I mean, mean it just, you don't yeah. have to think about it you when you do. can do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, the first episode of this series actually bring, like comes in with a voiceover that I do. And it talks about that. It talks about how, like, you're probably just fantasizing about that hot guy across the room and you're never going to do anything. And that's the difference mm-hmm. between me and you is I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to fuck that guy or I'm going to talk to him and I'm going to do what you're fantasizing about so you're gonna go home and flick your bean to it and i'm just gonna like suck his dick like you know and so um that's how the series is gonna start like the first up like uh, episode that i did um with ryan mcclain who's amazing he's a very good performer he's been around for 16 years or i think 16 years or so man you're Um, getting some of the vets huh i am i i like uh working with agencies it's nice that i I can reach out to different ones and they allow me to hire the talent it's it's very nice um yeah but yeah this for the first episode is a bar scene and so basically i come in the bar and i pick him up from the bar so the scene ends with me being like finish your drink and let's go like um, so um yeah and so that's then the second episode that i did with quentin james who's actually going to be getting out of the industry soon i think um oh wow um he's he's done a lot he's a really good performer too is it's in a gym so basically Uh what happens with this is i pretend to work at the gym and then um i don't actually work there and so he comes in after and one of like one of the barney gimmicks where you're like oh i'm gonna pretend to be this to get this chick but it's with you're getting a guy so it's all reversed it's all female forward female empowering that the woman is in Mm. charge she is the one controlling stuff like i want to do an episode where i forget the guy's name and i'm like you're steve right and he's like no i'm jack i'd be like oh Mm. oh sorry like or like i'm trying to escape so like or like in the more like i'll be going out the fire escape he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm gonna go like thanks for the dick like yeah (laughs) yeah or like um do the one where he's trying to make me breakfast and i'm like i don't want your eggs like like yeah so yeah yeah. (laughs) nice all right that sounds really good and 
So you've had you have already have some episodes filmed for all that and some scenes filmed for all that stuff. Super excited! So everyone will have link you know a link to uh, Ray Ray's link tree in the description of this that will take you to her site rayraytriplex.com and then or rayrayxxx.com i should say because it's not you know you don't type in the word triple it's rayrayxxx.com and you can go there and you can see all these videos and keep an eye out there for when these new series be released there but i want to keep it moving i want to go to everyone's new favorite segment it's uh god damn it jamie every (laughs) week i forget you gotta practice (laughs) I know. Uh, Okay. All right. So it's now time for everyone's new favorite segment. The best part of this segment is the plastic dick in your butt, in your butt. This is Peg Talk with Jamie Iglesias. Ray Ray, Jamie here. She's going to ask you some amazing questions. You're going to have a great time. Go ahead, Jamie. Take it away. All right. First question. What are you best at in bed? Sucking dick. Nice. Oh, really? I can deep throw nine inches. Damn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've always told that six inches too many, but all right. I mean, it depends on you what you like. Do you have a, oh, oh, do you have a big shoot, gag reflex? I don't really, no. Uh, apparently not. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're taking nine inches, God bless you. But hold on, real, real quick, uh, Ray Ray, I forgot to ask this. So we're going to ask you this now, okay. and then later on you're going to answer so Justin and I, we are two uh, heterosexual male gentlemen, and one of us has a schmeckle that is got a turtleneck, and one of us has a schmeckle that doesn't have a turtleneck. And you don't have to answer now, but by the end of the show, we're going to ask you, who do you think has what? And you're going to give us the answer. Cool? Cool. By turtleneck, I mean circumcised. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, non-circumcised. Yeah, circumcised, non-circumcised. Yeah. One is and one is not. Yes. Okay. All right, so very good. Jamie, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted, and it was foolish of me to ever interrupt you. Please continue. <laughs> that is okay. Uh, okay, where is the craziest place you've ever had sex? In the snow. Ah. Whoa. Fair, like, Sounds fucking... That yeah. guy, he, my, my poor. That's I mean, there's master. a warm spot, like you know. Sure, right, yeah. So, I mean, he probably needed it. Yeah, he did. I was the one in the <laughs> snow that was like, "You're complaining." Um, yeah, whoever's on the bottom in the snow is. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It was like full body in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it worth it? Oh yeah, it was fun. I was young mm-hmm. though. I was 18, so I was just experimenting. Um, I've also done a scene where I was filming outside, and the we started getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. But we have to pretend because oh. it's a scene that's the best thing like that's ever happening. And the guys yeah. are complaining. I'm like, your dicks are the only thing that are out. Like my entire body is exposed. <laughs> uh, like I don't want to hear it that you're complaining. Like, oh uh, yikes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's rough yeah, but it, i mean to be fair though no one wants to get a mosquito bite yeah. on their schmeckle but, but i mean now yeah, i have everything spray in my kit so i guess you learn yeah. stuff along the way learned your lesson there you go yeah there you go yeah <laughs> next time you get to use bug spray as lube have fun <laughs> oh yep. no right. that sounds like the worst yeast <laughs> infection ever <Yeah. laughs> and that sounds like it would burn or something oh yeah, yeah. Oof. Nice. All right, James, keep going. What's your biggest turn on? Mm, come. I'm a big cum slut. So like my motivator, like even doing a gangbang, um, if I get cum, I can go all night. But then if I don't get a lot of cum, I'll start asking for it. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that one D&D guy we talked about was like, you're just in heaven with that guy, huh? Oh, yeah. If you come a lot, like I'll remember you and I'll be like, 
be like, yeah, I won. Fuck you again. Like, yeah, yeah, you get invited back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's the most I mean, cum that you've ever seen in one shot? Um, there's this one guy that I've seen when I used to live in Colorado. Um, he would cover my entire face with one load, like white. Oh, damn, he's like, shit. Like, just altitude like, altitude oh. he's like Spider-Man just was, shooting ropes. It was so good. Oh, I just have an orgasm from just thinking about it. Like, God. That's crazy. Man, That's a lot God of God bless you that you found yeah, what you like. I did. That- Jim, a- are you used to seeing that? Like, what, I mean, are you getting a lot of goose juice? Not or that what? much. Damn. Can you produce that? Yes. I, mean, I kind of want to see it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's really produce, good. Could he produce it daily or is he taking like Oh, yeah. Three he could do breaks? He could do one huge load and then within an hour, he could do another normal size guy's load. What the? What is this guy? Park camel? And he has what a is big going dick on? too. Like big dick. Like, oh, this is perfect. God, he was just made to bang, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. good for him good for him hey shout out that guy fan of the show listener yeah. of the show all right james keep going all right what's your biggest turn off Ooh. i don't like sweat like when i was younger um i was 18 19 exploring my sexuality having sex with multiple people there's this one guy specifically who was on top of me and he's really giving it to me which was great but he started sweating a lot and dripping sweat onto my face and into my mouth and ever since that, if like it gets too sweaty, I'll be like, turn on the AC. Like we can keep going, but I don't want your sweat like it's dripping on oh, me. I just no. can't. I can't do it. Like mm. I've legit been that guy for sure. Yeah. But it's like you have to understand I'm putting in the effort. <laughs> right? Like you have to appreciate that, right? It makes sense with I'd the be snow. Like, Let me get on top. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, have to worry like, about that. All right. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah, about that. It'd be like, okay, it'd be like I'm on top and I'm like really giving it to you. But then I start dripping sweat all over you and your guys would think that was gross. They'd uh, probably no, be like, yeah. what the heck? This isn't getting on my face. Honestly, you my could be like, like, you know, you could be pouring cat piss on me. I could be like, all right, let's just get this over with and we'll deal with that. But this is still great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a lot that could really stop that train once it's going. Oh, okay. But to be fair, I mean, how much are you sweating in 14 seconds? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean if you come uh, a lot, then that works for me because I just want to come anyway. So. Right. Sure. You're all in for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's a race to the finish quick. line. I'm like, for you. oh, you come fast. Okay. It's yeah. It's a I mean, lot. Yeah. Yeah. I wish all women were like you, Ray Ray. Yeah, I'm like, I can get myself off. Just like, give me the cum and then I'll I'll come. (laughs) Right. Hey, there you go. So you need your special sauce. Yeah. Very cool. Slut snack. That's what I call it. I love that. (laughs) All right. Good stuff, James. Keep it moving. Do you you watch porn for pleasure? I sure do. What's your favorite kind? Um, I love gangbangs. I love bukkakis. Um, I would love to die just being covered in cum. Like that would just be amazing. <laughs> like, and I also wow. want to be like that old lady at the nursing home who's like, "It's gangbang night. All of you guys, <laughs> we're gonna go in my room and we're all gonna don't break my head." Like, like, hey guys, after after, after bingo, yeah, come yeah. on to my room. Bum, bum, yeah, bum. I mean, I want it to be like in my will, like that. I just get gangbang to death, and then like, don't bring me back. Like, just just let me go. Do not resuscitate. Wow. Yeah. It's, Where did so, you discover you, uh, your love for gangbang? You die at number 21 um, and then somewhere so, between like number 28 yeah. and get revived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come. He's back. Yes, he gave me the come. Yeah. I'd be like, she's back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, thought she was a goner. <laughs> but, uh, her special sauce yeah. got her back. Um, so slut sauce? Is that what you call it? Yeah, slut snack. Yeah. Love it. it. has a lot of protein and got to keep it going, you know? 
So, hey, there you go. Yeah. And carbs. So, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but so That's I'll just talk new. about my first gangbang that I did. So I actually, I've always been very sexually open, exploring my sexuality, doing threesomes, adding more people. And before I did, did my first gangbang, I had only done threesomes like with two guys or with like another woman and a guy. And mm-hmm. at the time I had met this couple who was connected with uh, networks and organizers in Colorado. And she was like, I'm doing a 12 black guy gangbang. Do you want to come watch and just like see if it's something that you would enjoy doing? And so I was like, yeah, sure. I had always been intrigued about gangbangs, about multiple guys, but I had never you know, thought it was a possibility that I could actually do one or like set it up, which is normally for women, a lot of women fantasize about gangbangs. They just don't know how to ultimately do them. Um, really? And so I was like, yeah, I'll come watch. Uh, and then so right before the events is about to start, there are two queen beds in the room and she's like, do you want to just join? And I was mm-hmm. like, I thought about it for a second. And then there really wasn't any hesitation or like reservation on my part. I just got on the other bed and we fucked the 12 black guys and it was great and the beast was born since then like i i love yeah. them um it's really hard to set up successful recreational gangbangs especially since i do very large number gangbangs i don't um what's a large number so the largest i've done is 41 so like is this everybody having sex at the same time or like taking or is turns? it like rotating like a train kind of especially um, as an adult it's hard so, to get yeah, it's everyone together skins, no. um, also it's like do you get those catered or like what's yeah. the deal um so what we normally would do is you have to get with established networks organizers who have like the poll to be able to get that amount of guys because okay um and the hardest part for me is i've been trying to do 50 guys and like 100 guys for a really long time mm. so if anyone yeah. who's listening knows networks who can get me those guys like please reach out to me because i've been trying yeah. to do it for a long please time do. It the, um, it's the space that you need or the the people that you need i need the I right both. guys so like Normally, there's a lot of flake rate when it comes to gangbangs on both sides. People will sign up, but they don't show Mm -hmm. up. So, like, I did one in Portland. It was a few years ago. I had 85 RSVPs. I got 15 guys. Yeah, so uh, they get, they get why, excited. And... Why do you yeah. think they don't show up? So it's, a lot of guys it's, will jerk off yeah. and then be like, ah, I don't feel it's like it. It's the same as any sexual fantasy things that you're thinking about. So like in the moment, like when you're horny, you're like, yes, I would do that. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I wanted to fuck this girl with 20 other guys in the room, whatever. Yeah. But then you come back to reality where you're no longer horny and you're like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't think so. And so they'll pretend that they want to or they kind of like the idea. But instead of being like, oh, I'm not going to come, they just don't show up. And yeah. it's, it's pretty common. I mean, it, there are women who are going to be like the stars of like these events who have also flaked. So it's on both sides. But I'd say mm. majority of the time, it's more of a men's problem of flaking than women. Also, you don't get really to vet these guys beforehand either. So you kind of do you do you not know like what you're gonna get um so i do have criteria so that that makes things harder for me to be able to do the numbers i want to do like i have no desire to fuck old guys um i had an amazing dad i don't really want to be with (laughs) guys who are my dad's age or older that just doesn't sexually excite me so that that cuts out like um you know a good number of guys that could be coming to these events and then i want to be coming (laughs) <laughs> with someone who yeah not coming <laughs> um who is hygienic who takes care of themselves who is in decent shape um mm. so that overall where i am aesthetically still like into fucking the guy um yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's internet trolls, you know, yes. see you later. You're 290. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, but then that, but also, uh, to be fair, to be fair, to you're be kind fair. of cutting out your D&D crowd. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? that's like, true. In a way, um, you're kind of, like, you're dirty nerds, I you know, with the whammers. I am not a free use slut. So, like, that would be more of a free use slut. Like, um, then- that's who fucks anyone. Like, I am very slutty and I fuck lots of people. But I, I need to be attracted to the person. I need to have sure. some kind of, like, thing. Like, right. just because you can put lube on a pussy and fuck it doesn't mean that the woman is into what's happening. So, I know it. Um, <laughs> like, just with guys. Like, guys, if you know immediately if they're not into it. Like, women, like, you don't really know. But I want to be excited, especially if I'm going to be fucking for five hours. Like, I need to actually be into what's happening. God damn, five <laughs> hours. So wait, wait, we never answered the question. Like, is it everybody having sex at the same time? Okay. Or so how it normally goes, how I do my events is I'll get like an Airbnb and let's say it has like four or five rooms. And sometimes I'll have other women, sometimes it'll just be me. Um, and the guys will come at like different hour slots. So normally like there'll be 10 at seven to eight, and then eight to nine, there'll be another 10. And like the guys are welcome to stay as long as they want. But normally after guys come once or twice, they leave. And then the yeah. next group of guys comes in. So mm-hmm. that way there's not 20 guys jerking off in the room because that would give me anxiety with all the guys just like standing around me. Cause I can do five guys at once. Like I can do yeah. that. That's a happy spot for me. Um, but if there's 20 guys crowding in the room or whatever, then I'll start to be like, oh, oh five. So it's fun watching your face, Matt, while you figure out yeah. the math. Yeah. I'm like, five. Yeah. It's called airtight skiing. Yeah. Airtight skiing. Yep. That's the greatest. Oh, man. But it makes sense because you're like skiing. Oh, yeah. Totally. And you are airtight. Yeah. You sure are. Jamie, any interest in airtight skiing? Hey, I'll try anything once. <laughs> that's an amazing attitude because a lot yeah. of people are like i don't think i'll like that and i'm like how do you, you never know, know. yeah you don't know it's like, exactly yeah. you don't know till you try it yep uh, uh okay cool james uh keep going oh okay um forgot we were even doing this get <laughs> 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 so involved <laughs> sorry oh my word <laughs> okay so uh does size matter to you um so not normally just because i have a very tight very small pussy um so So. i can feel a small guy as well as a big guy um but it depends how how tall are you sorry i'm five foot five um i just have like a really small pussy like i've literally shot with a woman um chloe surreal um in Mm. a few months ago and she made this mark uh, remark when we were filming. She's like, your pussy is so small, but your asshole is big. And she was <laughs> like, and she was like, it's so cute. Like, you're how small your pussy is. And then she was like, the space between your pussy and your asshole is just so cute. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard that before. Um, you're like, thanks. But, nice uh, to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to get a dog sitter when you have a gangbang? Well, yeah. So all of my gangbangs, like since I live where I live, there isn't a big network of this sort of thing uh, for gangbangs. I wish there was because I would gladly do them at home. I have to travel other places. So like Colorado is one of the biggest places. They are just very open to that sort of thing. So if you're looking for a gangbang, so if that's your thing, I can connect you with organizers who will take care of you. They will value you. 
they will follow your criteria of what you're looking for and they will organize the event the way that you want it. The Colorado Colorado is the gangbang capital. Look at that. (laughs) I mean, as I found, if there, I mean, there are parts of the DMV that are also good and then parts of Texas that can be decent. Um, What's the DMV? um, So, like, uh, that's like the Baltimore. Uh, oh, Washington, Delaware, like, Maryland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. In Texas, yeah. you said? Yeah. No. Oh, Texas. So too? I know of a network in Houston that is really great. Um, and I have done 40 guys there successfully. Wow. So, yeah. So if you're interested, yeah. um, just uh, reach out to me and I can connect you. So, all right. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Colorado. Yeah. Colorado's great. I will- Do you like skiing? No, I, I like weed. <laughs> they do have really good weed there too, um, but they have good skiing too. I guess you could do weed and ski. I mean, you can I mean, do airtight skiing. Airtight skiing. Yeah, yeah. airtight skiing, but yeah. I suck at regular skiing. So, I tried it once and I was yeah, not same. successful. It's really hard. Like you have to do it a lot for it to. It's like anal. Like you have to do anal a lot for it to be good. Everything takes practice. Yeah. <laughs> or it just hurts. Like there's a point where you're doing anal, your anal training. Like, um, I would love to like actually talk to Rebel Ryder about this. If there was a point where she was like, Yes, I love anal, because it was the same for me. Like I was doing it for a while and it, I would still be like, Oh, it hurts, it hurts. And then I would be fucking guys and they'd fuck me in the ass. And I I would prepare myself for it to hurt. Like, and then there was one point where it just stopped hurting and it was just like open. And it was like, Oh, I like it. How long so, did it take yeah. you to get to that point? Um well, it was guy number 48 on the yeah, gangbang. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what guy it was. I'd have to think on that. That's too many, too many numbers. Um, it was her third gangbang, the 16th guy. Okay. Yeah. So, Broke through yeah. to the other side. Yeah. Um, so spot. what I would say is um, it depends on how often you train and how often you do it. Um, so for me, I don't really know how long it ultimately took. It was just more of like if you did it more often. And a lot of my friends like asked me, how can I do anal? How can I do this for my husband or my partner? I've been wanting to give it to him for a gift or whatever, but it hurts. Like you need to do it yourself. You need to be stretching yourself, but you need to masturbate while doing it so that you associate mm-hmm. anal with pleasure. Because like most people, this like, or like it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. But if you start to stretch yourself and also do it while it's pleasuring you, then you're more inclined to keep doing it. So. Good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Instead of associating it with it being awful and wanting yeah. it to end. Yeah. A gift that keeps on giving. hundred percent. Very cool. <laughs> All right, James, you got one last question. Go ahead. Oh, one last question. What is the most memorable scene you've ever shot? Mm. That's hard. I've shot so many good scenes, but um, I'd say the scene that I, well, I already talked about it. The breakfast club was great. Um, yeah. But probably my favorite sexual experience um, was I shot with Quentin James and just the way he is on camera. Like I was the stuff I was saying and just the way that I was acting on camera was just raw and ballistic like we were like we were having camera sex like the way it's positioned and you're like stopping and starting but we were ultimately like full on into each other like the cameras could have gone away and we were just full on just having a great time so it was real wow it was real 100 percent um and that's my brand i try to be real and authentic so like even when i am doing a scripted scene or any of that. Like I, I want to be enjoying what I'm doing. Like, I don't want to be faking noises. I don't want to be faking like a lot of it. I want it to look like it's real and authentic, but you know, we're enjoying what's happening. So yeah. I mean, 
It also helps if the guy's a freaking smoke, too. Like, let's oh, be yeah. honest. Qu- yeah. Quentin James is a goddamn Adonis. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he just yeah. knows what to say. He can just, like, talk to you and get you in the right vibe. It's just it's 100% great, So Nice. Have you had a male performer that you haven't worked with yet that you would like to? Uh, I have a lot. I have an entire list. Mm. Um, but let me knockoff think. list. Yeah, I have a huge knockoff list. <laughs> mm, i'm trying to think i have more female performers let's see who was it mm. well zach wild for sure i'd love um, to work uh, with him black uh um i can't think of the what name dread of the black label society yeah like black that label. zach wild with the yeah he's the performer yeah the, no zach wild the performer he's, yeah he's yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. so yeah so yeah, I'd have to think. I have like, you know, my brain at any given time. I'm very, I wouldn't say ditzy, but I go 100 miles an hour <laughs> all of the time. And so, yeah. like, my brain is constantly like, a, like, I'll be talking to someone and I'll like say 100 things. And they're like, I don't know what you said. Like, you said 100 <laughs> things. And I'd be like, it made sense to me in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You didn't get all that? Yeah. I mean, come on. Nice. So. Very cool. Good. Uh, Jame, uh, one last question. Oh, I thought you said that was my last question. Hold on, let me open it again. Well, no, your your question that you that you always ask is your last question. Oh, do you find that a lot of guys are willing to let you take them? Not really, no. Okay, um, neither. Yeah, so like a lot of guys, like I have had some guys who experiment with like anal play because it helps with orgasms or it helps you get to an orgasm easier. I would say older guys are more inclined. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma around anything anal related with guys just because yeah. of homosexuality. Um, it's the same thing with like shooting content. Like there are a lot of guys who are okay with just women in the scene, but as soon as you bring in a guy, they're like, oh, I don't want that. I can't perform around him. My dick won't work. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that's from a performer standpoint or like he's homophobic. Um, yeah. Seems so, like more homophobic. Yeah. And so I don't want to deal with a performance because we're doing a job. We're acting. We're, mm. you know, like I'll shoot with women. I prefer men over women. But like if it's a girl girl scene, I'm going to eat the crap out of her pussy and it's going to look like I'm having great. I'm going to be enjoying it, but it's still like, right. you know, it's a job. Yeah, um, yeah. You should be inclined to be able to do scenes that are you know with different genders and it'd be okay it's the same way i feel about like trans and bi stuff like i did my first bi trans scene um last year and it was amazing to be able to do trains of fucking where i'm getting fucked and they're fucking the person who's fucking me it was awesome um but there it was so hard to find a bi guy who would be open to doing that sort of thing, to be on camera, to be sucking dick and like all this stuff. And I'm like, it shouldn't be that hard to find performers who are okay, you know, doing that. It's even hard to find bi or like, even if you go to a swingers club, like they let in single women, they are all good with single women being there. They're all good. hundred percent. If a single guy shows up, they're like, no, we don't want. Yeah. And it's so hard to find that bi bowl that you're looking for that could potentially do a threesome that could be really awesome and hot where you're all interacting and and that's the thing is a lot of people don't open their mind to like oh i like this or sometimes they might really like it but they're afraid of the stigma Mm. um of what people will think and like i think what we need to start doing is breaking down the stigma of 
yes, I like this. I like that. And it's okay. You know, so. Yeah. No, you're right. You should be accepting of all. That's I true. Agree. Because there isn't in that sense that like there isn't a bi category for guys. The women can be bi, but most guys mm-hmm. can't be labeled. You're either yeah. gay or yeah. not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like my litmus test. Like when I'm reaching out to someone or even my own personal sex life, I'll be like, hey, so you want to do a threesome? If they're only okay with another woman being there, then I'm immediately like, I don't want to, I don't want to do stuff with you anymore because I want it to be equal. I want to be like, Hey, I like this guy. Let's do a threesome with him. Or I like this woman. Like I want it to, you know, feel like it's not one sided where he's like, no, I only, yeah, that's just the stigma from the male side, male to male. If there Mm -hmm. is no such thing as bi. Well, yeah, Yeah. it's the same way I feel about eating pussy. Like, let's say I meet a guy and we have a great Mm. time and and I suck his dick and we have all these positions. But if he doesn't eat my pussy, then he's immediately docked like three points. It's an old Italian man. They don't, you know, my grandfather would never. (laughs) Because, yeah, because it's like if I'm going to do the service of sucking your dick, the least you could do is give it back to me. You got to return the favor. Yeah. Right. Like that's just being a gentleman. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're expecting me to do that for you, that is my thing. Then you should be doing it that. So amen to that. 100%. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. So that was peg talk. Let's keep it moving. Jada, I'm going to give you three good ones. So go ahead. We're now going to Jada's questions, asking some questions. Jada's questions, a new baby segment. Jada's question segment. Go ahead, Jada. Take it away. Well, uh, other than Ray Ray, what other names were you thinking about? Oh, that's hard. Can you give us your, uh, you have do you have your, other, like, top ideas? Do you have your porn uh, star name that, uh, that, like, you know, like the, the name of your first pet in the street you grew up on? <laughs> uh, name of my first pet was Satchel <laughs> and, oh, like, baby. uh, Milk Crest. Satchel would be kind of like a funny like Satchel milk crest. Satchel milk crest. Justin, that yeah. that'd be good for me. That'd be a yeah. good guys one. Um, Ju- Justin's would have been Baron Hedgewood. Oh, How awesome is yeah. that? Yeah, Jamie would have been Brandy Hunter. Yeah, right? I, I like that. I like Brandy yeah. Hunter. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good name. Mine would have been Conrad Royal. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, really well, good too. Well, yeah, you know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Not just saying yeah. I was born to do yeah. this, but oh yeah. Oh, well. I mean, it's hard yeah. being a male talent is a lot of work. I don't envy it. Yeah, literally and figuratively. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like they don't get paid enough. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. All right, yeah. Jada, keep it going, baby. Well, um, have you broken any bones? I have. So when I was in the military, um, I was a medic in the army. And so our training is like about four months long. And the last thing we do is a two week um, field exercise where we're in the field, we're doing mount patrols, we're pushing patients through the battalion aid station. And two days into that, I had on full kit. So I had on all my body armor, my medic bag, and as well as holding like two MRE boxes and it's early in the morning and it's rocky. And I like rolled my ankle and I came down oh. on it with all the extra weight. Oh. And I'm like almost late for formation. So I'm like, I can't be late because they'll like, they'll get really mad. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. forced myself up, like took my boot and tightened it up and then like limped around the rest of the day. And then like four to six hours later, my ankle was black and purple. Um, but I couldn't really let anyone know that I had heard it because we're this is the last thing I have to do before I graduate. And um yeah, if they knew you don't want to yeah, yeah, then they would send me back. Oh. And so 
Um, I, I just limped around. I just suffered through it all. And I broke <laughs> For the two weeks? For eight, nine days until I did my final patient God assessment. Damn! I, um, I have a pretty high pain tolerance for someone who doesn't get off to pain. I mean, sure, right? Sounds yeah, like you know, it. I yeah. mean, 40 guys, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say um, that. So um, I broke my fibula. So as soon as I did my final assessment, the guy was like, you're good. I was like, I need to go get looked at. And so I got an <laughs> x-ray um, and I had a clean break of my fibula. Um, oh, God damn. So for nine days. It was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. But now I know like if I'm ever in like a survival thing, as long You're as it's non weight bearing, because if you had, if I had broken my tibia, I, I would have been done. Like, but the fibula yeah. is non weight bearing. The tibula it is just your fucking front. hurt. The tibula is the back, right? Yeah. Were you so, doing like exercises and stuff during this nine days? Oh yeah. Oh, but you I, were in I, the God. wilderness, weren't you? Yeah, we were out in the wilderness. We did patrols oh where gosh. I walked for miles. That's... I had to open litters, oh. carry patients. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, oh. but I mean, now I'm like, you know, now I can get my way through certain things. And yeah, you know, true. Once so. you can do that, filming the breakfast club scene, each, <laughs> you know, um, it's just frustrating because you're know, yeah. trying to corral like all the women. So, yeah, true. story <laughs> of my life. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, J keep it going, baby. How were you, uh, like with like public speaking before, um, doing like adult filming? Like, at, like my, my question is, like, mm -hmm after uh opening yourself up to that do you yeah. find you're like more socially confident more like able to speak publicly with great question yeah so i've do always been yeah very socially awkward like i think the hardest thing for me is actually the acting component of like doing scripts and narratives that just because be i'm awkward i'm weird if i don't know my lines or i don't feel confident in it it's going to come off like wooden it's not going to be the way it needs to be i'm not going to convey the emotion I'm going to be yeah. too much in my head. And so that's actually the hardest thing for me as a performer. Like some people are amazing at ad lib. People are amazing at narrative. I, I'm, I love the sex. I know exactly what to do. I'm confident there. Um, so with us going into more scripts and narrative, it's definitely made me come out of my comfort zone when it comes to all of that, because I would never want to speak in public. Like literally if I won an award and had to go on stage and be like, thank you, I'd be like shaking probably <laughs> up there. Cause I just don't like like being in front of a big crowd of people. Um, it's just not my thing. So nice. All right. Jada, any more questions? No, I figure it would get, you know, a little better if you get looser. Uh, do you have any questions yeah. for me? Um, so how did you guys start this? Like, where did this podcast like come so, about? Uh, oh, Matthew, do you have 10 years? <laughs> I mean, a quick story. version of Matt it. Matt like... started the podcast. No, I, would, I would love Ju Justin, please tell yeah. please. Matt started the podcast. He had two uh, co-hosts before me. Mm -hmm. Then one day he hit me up and he was like, hey, like, I need somebody to make sure that I press record. And I need yep. a new co-host. And I was like, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and I'll also let you ask like four to five dumb questions per episode. I was like, <laughs> dumb yeah. dude, sign me up. I mean, I think they're great. I love podcasts. I love talking about things, normalizing this line of work, um, putting it out there. So props to you guys yeah. for doing that. And so. every like that is the fun of it. Obviously, your line of work is much more interesting than most people's line of work. But like mm -hmm. we've talked to people who work for State Farm, two people yep. who work um like on a farm and people who have been in a state penitentiary and yeah. people who yeah. get penetrated. So yeah, this, the, the concept behind the work and perspectives podcast is that 
If you were to go, say, if you were to walk outside your house, mm-hmm. right, you would see sidewalks, you would see streets, you'd see street lamps, you'd look up in the sky, you'd see airplanes, you'd look over, you see buildings and storefronts mm-hmm. and all these different things, right? And all those stuff were the materials for that were created, and like the people that put it together were all created by people with jobs, mm-hmm. right? So we take all, like, we look out there, the people who made the materials, the person who invented that, no idea. The people who made the materials for that, not a clue where it even came from. The person who put that shit together and then built the stuff that's there, not any relative idea of how that started, who insures it, who repairs it. We have no idea about this. And we're living inside of this. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I was just like, what, what the hell? Yeah. How do we, so... The initial idea was that we wanted to interview all these people that and it was just people that have jobs. If you contribute to if you're if you're in our working society, you're contributing and you deserve to have your story told, I believe. And so we just wanted to have people come on and talk about their work history from where they started to their current profession. And we've got to meet a ton of interesting people and it's been a lot of fun. And we've been, we have been lately have had more adult actresses on just because like, you know, you guys are fun and you can, we can be more open with you guys. And it sucks with like the woke generation where we have to be conservative. And Mm -hmm. there is a lot of times where people I've had it, where people have canceled their recordings because they're scared of, what they might say and they could lose their job and all this shit and i was like it just sucks that that's it sucks that we don't have the freedom of speech to be able to say that stuff like it's one thing like we're not we on we bar the line of like we're inappropriate but not offensive yeah you know what i mean and i don't think there's anything if we're adults having adult conversations there's nothing wrong with being a little inappropriate as long as you're having fun as long as everything's in jest and you're all joking but you know that's just what it is but what Justin's referring to is that, uh, yeah, so I was probably maybe a little under a year into starting the show. It was honestly, Justin, it's I think you've been on for two years. So, yeah. Ju- so Justin just had his two year anniversary. Oh, nice. But um, yeah, damn. Happy flies by. But, uh, you know, it's good yeah, when it so, goes fast. Yeah. yeah, we were in it was less than a year and I'd had. My initial business partner had bowed out and then I had another co-host that he was going to he was on borrowed time because he was going to be a nurse. And then I was like, who's funny and who do I love? And Justin's just he's hysterical and he's great at this. And so I had him in on it. And then uh, we tried to have another female co-host. We had her for a little while. Jana, she was cool. And then she had to leave. And then we got Jamie and we've been in love with Jamie ever since. And she's been killing it, doing a great job. And yeah, no, Jamie, honestly, she's been the best female co-host anyone could ask for. Probably best co-host anyone could ask for. Oh, man. Yeah. I like that she asks the sexual questions just because like for me, even like less awkward, like even my PR, like the rub PR, like Erica is amazing. And like, That's I great. reached out to a whole bunch of different PR and like, she was the first one that resonated with me because she was a woman and she could understand and just know the things I was going through. It just is really nice to have the female perspective for a lot of things. So yeah, no, I, I, I think Jane, that's one of the great things that Jamie does provide is like she asks these amazing questions. And had they come from me, it would still be like the same kind of lighthearted intri- mm-hmm. interest, yeah. but it would be more creepy because it is coming from a man. So just because it's coming from me, it would just by, by you know, by and large, just be more creepy. Just And that's a fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's there's but with Jamie, it's more like 
she she's getting it for like oh that's a good idea or maybe i'll try that you know what yeah, i mean and like I, that I kind gen- of thing. genuinely like talking about this stuff too so like, yeah yeah i love it i love whenever i can go on podcasts and like i wish i had time to even start my own i just don't i have too much going on so well, I'm, you'd be really good at yeah, it because you're a great talker oh, you got glad. all the equipment the Thank camera <laughs> um i'm glad that there are podcasts like yours because it does um Aww. you know take that you know, normalizes this line of work and other lines of work as well. And then we can get our stories out there and not have to put in all the work. Honestly, I really think that the importance of pornography in our world is very understated. Because if you look back at like, you know, I always think of like, um, like, okay, if you look at like an evil dictator, Mm -hmm. right? Like these, or even like in a small sense, you know, like just an evil kind of person that was out chopping off heads and skinning people and like just terrible, terrible stuff. If that person had had access to unlimited amounts of pornography and found their kink and where they could get their shit out, maybe they wouldn't be out slicing people up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think pornography is a way to, it's an avenue mm-hmm. to vent like maybe some inner demons and whatever yeah. and get them out in a positive way so that you don't, yes. so you're not destructive um, with it. So only, I really yeah. do think the importance of it is understanding. The only thing I'll but say about that is that people need to know that porn is not real, that it is acting, that it is staged. Um, yeah. I have done scenes like facial abuse, which you talked about. That is a very intense scene. I also shot with legal porno while I was in Prague this summer. That is a very yeah. intense shoot. And I have had yeah. individuals who have seen me be in scenes like that. And then they think that you can do that to this anyone, or you can do it to me, or you can do it to another woman. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, those are actors. We are acting. They know how to mouthfuck. Right. They know how to deep throat. They know, know how to do all these things where they don't break your teeth or do yeah. all these things. Like you can't just face fuck someone until they puke. Like they're just, it's just yeah. not going to. Um, and yeah. so a lot of people see porn as potentially this real thing that they can take to real sex. And I'm like, it is night and day different. Like my (laughs) real sex is way different than a camera. Like I don't do starts and stops when I'm actually just having sex. Like, and I'm not thinking about my positioning and how my angle is and what's the lighting and what am I saying? Like I'm just enjoying it. So um, I think pornography is great to be able to explore your sexuality and be able to find the kinks that you like but you also mm-hmm. need to know that it's not real. And mm-hmm. um, there are things that happen in porn scenes that you can't just do to people. True. So. Very, very true. Honestly, especially to as a young guy, I remember watching porn and be like, oh, all girls love to get railed really hard doggy yeah. style, right? Like, that's just what I have to do. I just got to rail them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a point in every, yeah. Yeah. There's a point in every male's life that they do have to learn that, especially, yeah. I mean, we came from uh, a childhood where we, we weren't fully uh masturbating to pornography until Mm -hmm. you know the internet became so like there is full generations just watching that learning that who really honestly probably do need to be told like hey you know it's not like yeah you know you need to ask her what she likes yeah you know (laughs) you can't just do that yeah (laughs) this was filmed over six hours with starts and stops and everything is choreographed and made yeah lots of catering um unless you're (laughs) sucking dick and then it kind of sucks Um, (laughs) or doing anal then you can't eat at all which sucks Um, we get you on um, both sides yeah wow yeah from both ends literally yeah i just want to do the craft service table yeah yeah but yeah, all of it's planned, all of it's staged, all of it's perfectly lit, it's angled right. They're just all of these things that in a normal hookup is just not going to happen. Like they just. I not. would love to, honestly, you're 100% right. But on another note, 
I mean, to be the caterer to the porn sets, like that's a gig. Yeah, that's a pretty. Yeah, it would gig. be. Um, He's like, yeah. I make custom omelets. I, mean, I watch people I, bang. I have <laughs> known some performers though that don't like anyone who's not crew to be on set. It actually freaks them out um, yeah, to have someone. So, like, let's say I rent a set, and they're like the person who owns the set is going to stay. There are some mm-hmm. performers who will refuse to show up on set if that person is there. <laughs> He's like, wow. why is hey. that guy got to be here? So yeah. yeah. Come on. No, I get it. Hey, I get it. I get so. it. It is. You got to, you have to be at all times eyes on for creeps. Correct. So, all right, let's keep it moving though. We are coming towards the top of time. So like we said in the, in the description of this episode, we'll have a link to Ray Ray's only fans in, uh, or sorry, a link to a uh, link tree for Ray Ray stuff in Ray Ray link tree you'll have ray ray xxx.com where you can catch all her videos and keep up on her stuff we'll have a link to her socials in there as well so you can follow her. she's a great follower on all socials and you know just stay up with what ray ray's doing super excited ray ray honestly uh you know jamie just and i are usually on the same page with this but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing yeah to come back i would love to um and if you ever need someone to pop in and ask questions or whatever um, i would love to do that too so just let oh, me know we would you have a full yeah, course i will I like ray that. ray i will i will take you up okay. on that so just know you will be contacted yeah. Perfect. <laughs> for that. i would love that awesome um, no that's great the deciding no, judge do we have any uh any any questions we do have our i'd be like is it bi is it gay we're gonna call ray ray yeah yeah I'm like, ah. we we do have our 300th yeah. episode coming up ray ray so if you have any ideas yeah. we're uh we're open sounds great uh yeah, but uh good. hey please so okay we are coming towards the top of time ray ray do you have any uh anything you'd like to say to your fans and everyone listening before we take um, off the only thing i want to say is thank you thank you to all of you for supporting me um i wouldn't be where i am today without my fans um i started from nothing and i've built my brand up based on the fans that I have and thank you guys immensely because from any performer like we're nothing without our fans and that's why I love to go to conventions I love to meet them I love to hug them get photos with them Um, I'm one of the very few performers that doesn't charge for photos because I feel like at the end of the day like if you're going to go to Exotica you're going to go to a convention you're going to pay the money to stay there you're going to pay to get in the least I can do is let you take a photo with me like that's (laughs) the least I can do like because you know we're nothing without our following and like some performers they you know eventually forget that along the way which is sad but um i love my fans and so thank you guys immensely that's fantastic honestly too like you've been nothing but like well-spoken and reassured of like your like you're very assured of your ideals and your thoughts and like your your self-assurance is really really beautiful so it's really great to see that as well and i'm really you know it's really nice to see that you're so confident in yourself and you know what you love and you're doing what you love and that's honestly something everyone should strive for so big ups to you on that so very cool no thank you uh justin what do you got before we get out of here no you can tell you have your uh you have the fans on the jersey signed out yeah Yeah. i got a whole bunch it's like signed everywhere so i like that that's a cool concept (laughs) it'd be funny if they signed it where they shot it you know what i mean like um i actually (laughs) did 
uh, gangbang where they wrote their numbers on me. So they were like these ink pens that go on bodies and they wrote their numbers. So each guy who came says like one, two, three. And at the end of the night, I had like 40 numbers on my body, which was pretty God cool. dang. Yeah. yeah. You can great. tell it's not just lip service. You do like the yeah. fans. You, you're one yeah. of the few yeah. athletes who rock the fans jersey, if you will. Yeah, I sure yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I no, do before we end, you had the one question that you wanted me to ask. I don't know if you're going to get to so, it. But... Yep. Nope. You are you are correct. That was the next thing. Justin, anything else? No. All right. So, yes, the question we want to ask you is that we asked you before. Uh, one of us is oh, circumcised yeah. <laughs> and one of us is not. So, Ray Ray, would you like to tell us who you think is circumcised and who you think is not? I think Justin is circumcised and you're not. You are correct. You nailed it. I usually do. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you. We gotta start giving out prizes. I was gonna say, are you keeping track of this, Matt? No, I'm just joking. Uh, Yeah, no, we do need to keep track of this. We gotta start keeping track of the the rankings, who gets it correct, and then uh, what is the basis? Why aren't you circumcised? Uh, uh, Because my parents love me and I actually have a dad. Or not Jewish? Um, I mean, I, I think dicks look nicer when they're circumcised, though. Uh, Personally. So I've never I'm seen of, an uncircumcised I, dick. You've never one seen of, one, like, in person? Not in person, no. It, it's easier to jerk them off, though, because they have the extra skin. So you're just I, like, oh, yay. <laughs> I've this only is helping seen one. me. It's helping. <laughs> what was that, Justin? I've only seen one uncircumcised uh-huh. penis in my life, and it's Matt's. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen Matt's there penis? Is, yeah. There's so many, so many people have seen my penis. Yeah. It's in like, so many, like yeah. seventh grade. I get what you mean. <laughs> so many people have seen my penis. But like, it's been like, but like, people would find out that I wasn't circumcised, and they'd be like, "Oh, let me see your dick." And I'm yeah. like, "Okay." For the record, I you did know. not ask to see it. Yeah. No, I just showed Justin. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, buddy, you ever seen like, this? What the hell is that?" I would, He's like, "Why yeah. does he have a snail in his shorts?" I, yeah, it was. I would see, say, that's yeah. I was going to say, that's how I feel now. It's like, I'm like, there is no, like, if I were to have a son today, I don't know. Like, I would only circumcise him based on vanity. Like, I have no Mm -hmm. real reason to do it other Mm -hmm. than it would look like mine. Kills nerve endings. I I mean, I've interacted with both and I've enjoyed sex with both. Um, I mean, when you know, when the when the soldiers add attention, he puts on his helmet, you know, it's all the same. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you gotta like pull the skin back. The only thing I would say with like uncircumcised dicks is there is a hygiene issue. So some people True. don't clean the way that they need to clean. Yeah, that's, yeah, like that's a thing. Yeah, that's, and yeah, I also like some of them look strange. Like, like you can't get the whole head of the dick out, and the skin won't go back, and like so there's just all these like problems sometimes yeah. with like. Yeah, not all of them are perfect. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, that's for sure. So, but um, but I don't discriminate. Um, I would say that I enjoy circumcised dicks more. Um, just because I like the top of the dick and the way it shapes and everything. Um, that's my own personal right. preference. But I've I have fucked both and enjoyed sex with both. So there you go. Hey, good for you. I mean, you know, as an advocate for the uncircumcised, I will say that <laughs> we very much appreciate that you approve of them. Yeah. So if thank you, you. Matthew. If you had a son, would you uh, circumcise him? I will not. All right. 
He's going to keep it going. I'm going to keep it going. I don't my even brother know what I would do. My brother has two sons, and they are not snipped. So, and your brother is not either, right? Like my dad decided to snip my two brothers, but not me. You fucking idiot! You really think you <laughs> would fucking do that? He's like, you know what? God this damn. one, we're not snipping him. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna this need guy this. needs every extra centimeter yeah. he can get. So <laughs> let's fucking. Was yeah. your father snipped? Uh, no, he he was snipped. Yeah, he, he was. was but you don't yeah, know why they decided. So not your to father was, and then decided yeah. not to make his children. But... We know, honestly, it's never come up yeah. in conversation why but we were not. You snipped, should ask. So. This is interesting. Mean... Yeah, I'll just go up to my mom. Hey, mom, remember my dick? Remember why you didn't have it cut? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's a weird like question though because like I feel like the child should, as you get older, have a say in how your dick looks. But then you don't really have a say. Your parents just choose for you, and that's what you're stuck with, ultimately, unless you right. go through the actual surgery, which I've heard is, like, really hard when you're older um, to do. So. Right. I Yeah, I don't want – if I had a choice, like, if I – you know, if someone asked me, could I get – I would say no forever. I don't we want anything. Do that as a, a I don't even show. like teethy girls going near it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do some bet for the show where if Matt loses, he gets surgery. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> you have to get circumcised at forty-five years old. I mean, anything for content, yeah. right, guys? Yeah, that would be... the fifty-year-old. You could be like a a series of like my circumcised, like you know how it happened, and like yeah. <laughs> My circumcision. Circumcision journey. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Nice. All right, Jane, what do you got before we get out of here? Um, Well, thank you, Ray Ray, for coming. It was a super interesting conversation. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Uh, Like, anytime. So honestly, Ray Ray, I mean, you and your your fellow content creators have been nothing but an inspiration to Jamie. So you should be, you know, yeah. subs- you should know that she's just she's been just gathering all this information and data, and we don't know what she's gonna do with it yet, but she's mm-hmm. gonna probably do someone. So much, so. hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna get done. Yeah, I hope but- so. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Jamie doing someone, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. Come today by the one and only Jalen Dub, Justin Richards, and the amazing Jamie Iglesias. And our guest today is the queen of the gangbangs, the whore you've been waiting for, the one and only Ray Ray. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And thanks for hanging out. This has been great. Uh, This is another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Thanks. See you.